0: So, folks, hello, welcome to another installment of Risk Unfiltered. I have the privilege, and I've been trying to get this this gentleman for quite some time, um, because in the essence of full disclosure, we are from the same village, same same area. His his father knew my father very, very well. And so it's it's not just an opportunity, it's a privilege to have the the Member of Parliament of Point Fountain, um, the Honorable Mr. Kennedy Richards with us. Kennedy, um good to have you and thanks for taking the time from your busy schedule to be with us.
1: Any pleasure is all mine. It's always um, good to have a conversation with you. It's always good to support uh, point fourteen. You know, point fourteen is straight. As you said, there were neighbor string buried and
0: yeah, uh, and yeah there yeah. was no yeah,
1: yeah. salt is love, you know. So
0: yeah, salt is love, but point fourteen is 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 more love. And and so of course. So so, so Kennedy, um why don't we start with you telling us um a little bit about yourself you do have a profession outside of the role of member of parliament, and then yeah. we, we'll get started.
1: Alright, cool. I, uh, I can tell you. a, a, a bit I. Um, I'll, I'll be very brief. Um, well, as you know, I born and grew up in um in Point Fourteen. Um, uh, I went to, to 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 primary school in Point Fourteen, and then I went on to to, to Government Secondary. I mm-hmm. think um you know hindsight obviously hindsight is is 2020. After after writing CXC. I would have done pretty well. Um, I applied to Presentation College. I got through to Presentation College, right. but uh, you know, at that point in time, uh, youth. So I decided to go back to Wesley. You know, so um, so I did I did my thing at um at secondary school. Um, I went on to 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 do aviation. Um, I have achieved all my certificates and licenses and stuff like that. Um, regards to aviation. I also did um physics at, at UE. Uh, I mean, because get to Lee, I still have about three more courses to, to complete the degree.
2: You yeah. know, um
1: covid has taught me something. You know, um, I was in my zone of comfort. And at that point in time I was like, eh, go back to UE and get that done. But but I actually sent back in the application to to just finish off the, the few courses and mm. actually thinking about doing my masters in renewable energy. Um okay. as I say COVID yeah. Yeah so as I say COVID has COVID has, has definitely um uh, taught me something, um, and, and there's a lesson I don't want to learn again <laughs> for, the, for the next virus or whatever it has that may come around. You know, um, I lost my dad at a, at, at a really tender age. Um, I always wanted to be two things in life. One was to follow my dad into, into politics, as you, as, you, as you may know, and the, and the second thing was to be a pilot. Um, the The dream of being a pilot came from, from about four years old, and um, ever since I sat down in a in an aer- aeroplane, first time I I, I sat down in an aeroplane to to go was Barbados, and then I think maybe a couple of years later I went to to New York, and it was a 747, four engine four engine aeroplane, and you know and uh, the guys pushed the throttle on that, and made my small step. <laughs> I I I went back in the seat, and I know I was told since I wanted to do what them guys was doing, you know, and um. That is, that, is, that is where my, my love for aviation never never really doing this since. Um, as, I, as I said before, I always wanted to follow my dad into, into politics, um, regrettably, on his untimely passing, um, mm-hmm. it came a vacancy for for a counselor in the borough, which was the electoral district of Hollywood. So I took up that role at 23. I was kind of juggling UV um, being a, a flight instructor as well as being a counselor you know. Um, so my, my dream started to unfold then, and um, I went from being the councillor. Um, I had two terms of that. My third term as, as a councillor, I became the deputy mayor. Um, the fourth term, I became the mayor. That that was short lived, probably mm-hmm. about nine, nine months or ten months. Uh, and I'm here now as a as a member of parliament uh, for Point 14. Um It's it's, it's definitely a, a honour. Um, I must say also that. I basically was the youngest to do to do all of that. Um, I may have been the youngest councillor, but I'm not too certain, because like, I know Abdel Mison was also a very young councillor, but I, I am certain that I was also the youngest deputy mayor, the youngest mayor of Point 14 as well, um, the youngest member of parliament for Point 14. So I just have, you know, have some...
0: So you, you have a lot of firsts under your belt.
1: A lot of yeah. firsts, yes. A lot of firsts you know, under my you know,
0: belt. I, as you speak, and so so the folks who will be listening to this, by, by way of aviation... Um, Kennedy is also a certified pilot working for Caribbean Airlines. Um, so yeah, he has that going for him. And, I, and, and when we spoke earlier this morning to confirm this conversation, he was uh, uh, on his way back to, to his home from completing um, um, his, 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 his 9 to 5 job as, as, as being a pilot. So 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 as you speak there, um, Kennedy, and, and, and I, I I was reminiscing about my father's role in point and 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 the days back then with your father and, and the shahs and 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 the brews yeah. and and the cyril rogers of of the time so we will not to go there so because what we want to do is we don't want to look back too much we want to look forward so and that's one of the conversations um so Kennedy, yeah. for those who are listening um the member of parliament for point one is the first true um politician of sorts that we would have engaged with we have you know we have spoken with or i have spoken with through this risk unfiltered uh, folks in the academic space big academic space entertainment um finance insurance um um utilities so you are so this is another first for you exactly um, I, yeah, you know, I love to yeah. first <laughs> So, 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 I, I'm speaking to my biases as, 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 as growing up in in, in point 14, it, it was sort of like incumbent upon us to have someone from there. So, so let let's let's start um, let's start with 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 point, and then we'll extrapolate outside of point. Yeah, going in yeah. yeah, no problem, yeah. So. Um, and and you know intimately the, the space I operate in, and because we have had a lot of conversations about what's what's best, or how best to assist Point Point Four uh, Ten, particularly the youths of, of Point Point Four Ten, and then you know maybe the youths of Trinidad and Tobago, because the 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 environment of the world we live in now is so uncertain. So so we talk about the, the velocity of risks, and so if we think of risk as only bad things that. Then I could say to you, bad things are happening so fast and will continue to happen so fast, unless, of course, we put certain things in place. Yeah. So, so the first question I would I would have for you, given what you know of risk management, yeah, um, and 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 more so forget risk management, the term, but let's speak to future proofing the youths of point fourteen and trend tobago. Yeah. What what do you have planned? And I I, I know there are, there are constraints either by way of financial resources or time and all of those things, but that that aside, where where does Kennedy, which is the member of parliament for for and Point Point what do you plan on doing to take to help to help make the youths of Point Point Ten a bit more risk intelligent?
1: Well. Um... Firstly, um, before before I actually got into the, the the whole space with regards to managing your risks and understanding what risk is. Mm-hmm. Um he was actually doing that without somebody telling you
2: that right. you're actually yeah. managing a
1: risk, right? So um I think that um the that generally um the majority of you will understand. Um right. I think um generally what is going to be most difficult. It would not be the, 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 the concept. It would basically get them to understand now how to, to actually move in the direction where, where they And I will give you an example where they need to be. I'll give you an example. Um, young people coming out of school, um, it's, it's, it's a confusing thing. I mean, I was in that, in, in that space as well. Um, you, you hit 14, 15, 16, 17. That's like the corridor of uncertainty in terms of, in terms of your future. Right. Okay. And, if we in, and if we look into to future proof, um, the, the next generation, we need to actually get them at that age, you know, when you're in form two. So before you decide um, you're going to do the modern studies or you're going to do sciences, we need to we need to get them to understand that. Listen, sometimes before you before you um, before you, you pick that subject, you need to think 10 years down the road. Where do you see yourself
0: right.
1: at that point? Or, or, or not just where do you see yourself? What it is you love, you know. And um, as a member of parliament, I have been doing um, um different courses with, with with um with with with, with individuals, not just uh, firstly be at youth businesses. So those those courses are not just catered for the for the young people alone to to assist, but it's also catered for me as well as a member of parliament. To, to get a better understanding as to how they think. And when I get when I get a better understanding as to how they think, mm-hmm. then I can be able to assist them in terms of their in terms of their, in terms of their in terms of managing their risk and decision making um, um and decision making process in right. order to, to assist them with regards to the to the future. Because you know um, going into the future is a big thing huh? is a is a, yeah, yeah. a large thing. And, yeah. and if and if we don't manage that risk properly, then the term midlife crisis, not everybody goes through a midlife crisis, but that term midlife crisis is what's going to hit you because you're going to reach 30, 35, uh, mm-hmm. you have a nine to five, um, you may be married with a few kids and you're, and you're basically unhappy with your life. You may not be unhappy with your marriage and your family, right. Right. but you're unhappy with that nine to five that you have to go. And, and work and and it's tiring. It's you having to wake up four o'clock in the morning. So you, you have to be able to see yourself down the road before you put yourself on that pathway.
0: Right. You
1: know. And, and I will tell you this as a pilot. So let me bring it bring it back into my into my profession. Right. And how right. and how we and how we do planning. And this is how this is how we manage the risk. So we 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 get into our, our Boeing 737, 800 series. And my job is to basically take. 150 passengers, assist the captain to take the 150 passengers to New York or to Miami safely. But before we even take off in Trinidad, we need to understand what's taking place in Miami. Right.
0: Right. right. So you,
1: you, need, you need to understand what's taking place in Miami. So if, if, if Miami is on that tornado, watch or on that hurricane, watch. I mean, it ain't going away. No right. right. Because it's, high, it's, 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 it's highly likely that they're going to get there and you can't land right. right? So, so sometimes you need to understand what is taking place at your destination, good point, and set, yeah. And set and set the chart towards that destination, yeah. Right? And not yeah. just and not just start a start a flight, a takeoff in life, and then then wherever you reach, you reach, you know. And I think that is that is you know, a major you know, problem, Mister <laughs>
0: Mister Richard. <Ritchett>, you <laughs> said two things there, and that I uh-huh. have noted the the corridor of uncertainty um yeah. i've never heard it articulated like that so given the ages between 12 to 14 to 16 and and that is so apropos. and i you know I, I i have lived the risk for most of my life but um but the, the the corridor of uncertainty is a term that i would most definitely use again and then finally um the 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 point of also so when we say future-proofing and you you correlated that with okay, in your nine to five that she's a pilot, so you have to know what the end game is so ie you flying to ma'am. you have to know what 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 are the uncertainties there yeah because it's not just about the journey, yeah it, it's about yeah. Where, you, where you want to go and you know we could probably end this conversation on those two points and we would have been satisfied because um, oftentimes when we have these conversations, it's not just about us sharing or imparting information or knowledge is, to see where we could connect the dots. Yeah. So, yeah. so give those two things. So when we talk about, and actually I wrote that down because I'm going to use it, um, that corridor of uncertainty. So recognizing that population. And so, 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 let me step back. Part of the mandate of the academy is to, to get into, to, it's to make the young adults of the Caribbean, starting with Tran Tobago, much more risk intelligent. And so risk is not just about the, the, the formalized or, or or theoretical stuff, right? It, it, it's about given what's going on in the world today and what's, what what will happen if we or if you as the member of parliament, if the 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 young adults of Tran Tobago or the young adults of Point Point 14 specifically aren't a bit more intelligent to, to deal with the world or the environment as it is now, you'll be yeah. literally pissing against the wind. You know, exactly. it, it's gonna be a bad, bad day. And so it's not just about point, it's taking point and pushing it across to be an idea to the Caribbean. So as member of parliament for point, knowing that it carried on, I just love this film. So I thank you for, and I know you didn't Google that because I've, I've never came
1: yeah.
0: across that. <laughs> So, so acknowledging and recognizing and stipulating that the corridor of uncertainty for point fourteen is that age group, that young adult, the folks who are trying to figure out where they can go or what they can do. And these are hard questions. That's why we call this segment risk unfiltered. What can you do as a member of parliament to guide these folks? Or, or to take them through this corridor of uncertainty. So they come out, and not all will come out on the good side, yeah. it's just a fact of life. But yeah. to, to try and ensure as much as possible, <clears throat> come out with the positives. Once they come through this corridor, what, what can you What's, do, or what are you doing as members of the Point.
1: I think it's to, it's to, bring, it's to bring awareness. and. Um, A lot of a lot of what I speak about is is basically my own experience, and um, being somebody who is who is generally youthful. still. I still I have some gray hair here, but I'm I'm still youthful. um, There's something
0: for that. We call just for men, but we'll talk about that side.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. So um so so being somebody who who could um relate to to that uh, catchment of people as well as the the those a bit older as well as those in my age bracket. It's something that is very, um, is very significant because young people tend to gravitate towards me. So I would go to a primary school and just, and just spend five or ten minutes. And and one of the one of the and, and people might think you know what, just come and I, 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 you may want to talk politics, but what I wanna really find out from, from young people is, is where they're going. So I, I will throw out a question: Hey, where you see yourself in five years? And sometimes in our class at 35. They might get true saying, "Hey, I want to be a policeman, or I want to be a doctor, or I want to be a plumber." Right? And and what that what that says to me is that ninety percent of the people in that class have no clue mm-hmm. as to as to where their next five years is going to be. Who has no plan, or no one is assisting them in planning. So so my my intention. And what I've started to do is besides the training is, is start to get teachers, well, the ones that they can influence within your space because it's going to take extra. It's not just going to be the, the member of parliament as, alone. It's going to be getting the village councils involved, getting the, the, the other community groups involved, getting the parents involved. Parents is going to play a very important role in that getting the, the, the teachers involved. And we have we have a lot of dedicated teachers in point Post, And I must add those who would give free lessons after school has closed just because they want to see the trailer and do well. But right. that to me, that to me i um, so is a, is an exam. That is mm-hmm. an exam. And you could put any 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 literature in front of me and I could study it and pass that exam. But after that, what what's next? The government has a lot of programs out a lot of programs out. Mm-hmm. And it's only those who are able to to go and research and, and those who say, hey, um, my friend told me that it has this program here. They alone will access it. So if we don't, if we don't get that information out there and and get that awareness, I think I think the whole thing is a, an awareness program. You know, get that awareness out there because listen, I have I have done numerous conferences with with young people, and the biggest challenge you have is is after that corridor of uncertainty. You have those who, who have a full certificate. You have those who don't have a full certificate. And, I mean, life goes on.
0: Right. So let's stay with that point. So I, I have said, and, and and with greatest amount of respect to you and love for you, my friend, <clears throat> um, the curriculum of the schools in Trenton tobago needs to be revisited. It just need. It, it just have to be because they're not building, in my respectful view, and 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 you know a lot of folks could disagree or agree with me. But it takes more than just. I'll give you a good example. So I did a bit of research. Do you know pilots starting off now in training are now exposed to things like risk culture? So if you were to go back in time and start do. Uh, well, especially if you're being trained in the UK or the US, right? Yeah. Um, so things like uh, risk mitigation techniques that you will probably know inherently, given the the work that you do, right? And and so what we're talking about is not necessarily, you know, folks aren't aware. That's because I don't I don't like to use that word. Folks are yes. aware, you know, but there's nothing. There's no structure to drive that awareness from awareness. To action to implementation, there's no, there, that the gap does not. There's a big gap there, and there's nothing to treat with that gap. So let's go back for a second. So, so the government of Trinidad and Tobago, and, and, and so which is what you were alluding to. So there's a number of things. Be it, you know, the the um, the training at at at, um, and I think in 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 um chat, I'm there. The, the what the is you the youth The youth camp is back up and U-Camp. running. Yeah?
1: Yeah. The youth camp okay. is not is not up and running yet, but um plans are being put in place to have to have the youth camp okay. revitalized and a, and, and a new curriculum in there to, to, right. to, to okay. Brilliant.
0: Definitely. And kudos to you for, for, for helping to drive that. I am a big advocate in, in making or trying to ensure that the, the the young adults of Trent Tobago will have the right mindset to lead. Yeah right and and so that that's a critical aspect. So when you go and you meet, when Kennedy goes and meet with 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 students, that's that's a beautiful thing. Um, but you are limited by way of what you can offer them, right? So what is your plan? and I know this is kind of like a heavy lift I'm putting you on your spot. So going forward, um, how how as the MP for Point Fortin and 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 as a member of Parliament, forget Point Fortin. You are a member of Parliament, yeah. Um, so though your community specifically is Trinidad and Tobago, you you uh, is is Point Fortin. If you are to speak for the youths of Trinidad and Tobago, yeah, what 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 needs to be done that is not being done, and that's not a politics. That's just straight up um, facilitating and 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 correcting or helping to mitigate that corridor of uncertainty. And I just love that too. I'll have to, we'll have to have a sidebar so you can get some uh, <laughs> some, uh, some royalties coming out of that. But what else can be done that's not being done, do you think? I mean, it can be just as normal. Well, well, well,
1: well if, we, if, we, if we're talking about um, treating with um, some of the issues that we, that you spoke about before, the only thing that can actually be done is exposing them to risk culture, yeah, right, at an early age. Exactly. At an early age. and and some people think risk management is a is, is a difficult thing. It is not. A, it's not. It is not, and risk management could be tailored to all different walks of life because yes, yes. Just, I mean, these days by by these these days we live in we live. I mean, Egyptian was one of the musicers and he said that, uh, musicians, and he said that musicians, and he said that. I mean, this is some serious times. So even walking home, that is a risk, right? Yeah. Even walk, even walking from home to school, eh? You say, like I had had some big dogs, there, you No, know, I'm passing there, but if I pass around, it's gonna take my fifteen extra minutes. So yeah. i i I may, I may, I may, don't go there, don't go there either. But I could pass this way. So right? You know, to
0: that point, you know, you just w- what you are articulating is is a quasi risk assessment. You know, that's what you just did there exactly right and so that's that's the mindset that's the psychology we need to get into and it's not going to always work let's be clear because risk management yeah. is not a panacea but it does it does does help but it's to get these these folks the young adults having the ability to think like that and they do, we, it, 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 do it naturally yeah
1: you, you know what you, you made a point earlier and that's an excellent point the reason why Aviation schools and aviation bodies now are insisting that some type of risk management is done while they're training. It's because of situational awareness. Ah. Right? It's because of situational awareness. And anything you do in life, risk management will help you with situational awareness.
0: Very good. And,
1: and, And just by, I mean, turning the keys in your car, and drive in. You need to be situationally aware of what's going on. So much yeah. less even for a pilot who has a hundred and something lives in his hand or maybe 200 based on the size of the plane. Or even in mind, everybody wanna shop on Amazon now. But know there's a pilot who's taking it from, from, from wherever, in California, all the way to Trinidad and Tobago. Right? And, and, and he know, if he's not situationally aware, that plane goes down, your goods gone. Yeah. You know, yeah. so, so so having that that risk management culture um incorporated in, in schools or in, in, in different training centers and stuff like that from a from our young age is what is gonna help us um, treat with that corridor of uncertainty. That yeah. is what that is what is gonna do that.
0: And and, it, right? and and yeah, and so you're spot on and it has to start. I was having a conversation, uh, we were having a, another podcast a couple of days ago. And the colleague of mine was talking about training the youths. And I said, that's good. But the youths now are not the decision makers. They are not the ones sitting in the armchairs that says, this is what needs to be done, this is how we're gonna do it from a business level and from a, a, a country level. The decision makers, for the most part, if they aren't introduced, or if they if these types of conversations aren't made available to them, or they're not part of these conversations, Kennedy, then we are spinning top in mud. Because I'll, I'll share this with you. Um, research has, has, ta- has taught us that your ethnicity, your religion, your education, your training, your gender, your age determines how you view certain things and how you react to certain things. And my honorable MP, I have tested that tested that thing ad nauseum in my own space.
1: Yeah. I believe so as well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, OK. And, and to my folks, my colleagues who are listening, I have said to my honorable MP, and he is my MP, um, that the Academy is going to make itself available to do some training in the schools in Point and there. So I would ask of you to identify a school that we can start with. And of course, it's pro bono where we'll do some workshops around um, introduction to risk management and risk culture to to the to these to these folks who are living and and, and operating in this corridor of uncertainty. Yes sir. Yeah? Um, yes sir. Yeah so so we'll have a sidebar on that so so um, i'll just volunteer the services of, of my colleagues who who are subject matters subject matter expertise in their own right um, oh,
1: fantastic
0: to, to do this and and it's part of the mandate of the academy Right, and so I have colleagues who in Barbados who are identifying schools. We could also do the same thing. But I would like Point Fountain and and, and my alma mater is PFC. That's no longer PFC to but, be. Well, that
1: that that was the perfect school. That is, that is the first school that came to mind.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: That's the first school that came to mind, and and I would, and I'll tell you why that school came to mind. As I tell you, I, I, sometimes I have like um, days at, at office where it's just youth. I mean, things slow um, slowed down because of the whole COVID, but days I would just um, tailor me mean, just for, for youth. Right. So young people, you have, a, you, have, you have an idea, you just want to talk to the MP, you want to bring an idea, you want to just chat for, for 15 minutes, hey, I'm all ears. Mm-hmm. Right? I used to set aside that time sometimes on a Saturday. And um, I met this um, extremely bright young girl. She said, well, her name is Kairis Cox. and um, she, She's a medical science student that um, I think is not Mona, it's, it's Barbie Rose. Right? Cable medical sciences student. So I uh, was like, yo, I say fantastic. Um, I say, so how we, how we did that, Cape? Well, obviously, she had all ones, but she went to point 14 East, which is basically PFC. Right. And, and I'm saying she's exposed to the same environment as the other 99% of the, of the, of the children.
0: Right.
1: right. But with that risk training now, we can have more people like, um, yeah. Kairi Scott's achieving what their end goal is. So, achieving right. their, 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 their basically the opportunity to arrive at their destination. Yeah. You know, because, because school is an opportunity. School is not a, school is not a, cha- a is a chance to be successful. It's an mm. opportunity. It's not, it's not, it's not the end game. Right. You know, and, um, and, and and all of this, just general life. And not just, not just work, work and all of that alone. No, it's no. general life generalizing the data they, they need to understand you yeah. know because sometimes you leave um point 14 and you don't even go to U. E. so they leave point 14 and you go all the way to texas to college or you go all the way to to, to to arizona or wherever you go to the us or even or even or even the uk yeah. and and that that change in environment is sometimes a full 180 you but but you know,
0: can he can he let me let me let me interrupt you and ask you that so we talk yeah, we talking about the kids in school what about the kids on the block that you and I know all, know all so well so this is like you driving through T-Shield or Captiville and, and 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 the young adults hanging on the block not to show sure off where their future may be yeah and and again you know resources are and, and infinite there there's there's only so much that's available right so yeah we we could do so, so what I'm suggesting is not just, okay, we could do it for the schools. We can do for, for budding entrepreneurs, because everyone on the block probably wants to, to, to use um, the lingo of the street, wants to have a hustle, but, yeah. but there needs to be some structure around the hustle. So if they are a little bit more risk educated, they may not have an associate degree or bachelor's degree, but they have some knowledge as to, okay, this is how a business needs to run. What is... If you haven't thought about it before, think about it now. But what 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 is being done or can be done for that type of individual? And they may they may be as as um, uh, may be as much folks on the block as there is in school. I I don't know the numbers, but how do you then? What's what's your plan to treat with the the especially young males? Let's let's put it like that. Hanging Oops. on the block.
1: So let me let me let me tell you what, what's, the, what's the plan with that, especially for the young the young males. That's where the um the new advent of the, uh, the Chatham Youth Camp comes into play. Mm-hmm. Right? So so there are different types of programs. I think some of the courses, and I can give it here, some of the courses go go as far as barbering, it's it's uh it's uh, technology, small appliances, um, it's business training, um, agriculture in a, in, a, in, a, in a big way through the, by the, by the homestead that the, that the Prime Minister is very passionate about, you know, he's a uh, um, man big uh, on agriculture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's yeah. a farmer with his farmer's badge and all of that. So so what we what we are going to do is mm-hmm. utilize that program and hone the skills of the young people and through the Ministry of Youth and National Service, they're actually setting them up with that business. So under the Ministry of Youth and National Service, Medco is also there as well. So it's not just going to be um school 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 and then you, you release them and they and they had a catch on their own so if you if you come in there to do to do barbering it's going to be um, your training you're going to do your subjects you're going to do your training you're going to do everything surrounding with that and they are going to set you up with the cup the capital and um the capital they're on your business so it's, it's a small shop the equipment and a and a start
0: okay and
1: and and seen that you would have offered your services, yeah, yeah. And that is that is something that that we can now catch them on ground floor. So while they're learning and they're honing their skills, they could also understand how to calculate their risk as yeah, a business. Yeah. As and a that, business person going forward. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah
1: as, it, as I said before everybody yeah. wanna be a hustler right?
0: so, yeah
1: but, but it's more than that
0: yeah it's more and, than that. Yeah it it it, it 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 has to be and okay so what would you, how do you then share that? Because it, it, it will matter very little if if you take the conversations we have and your understanding of risk intelligence and only use that as it speaks to Point Fountain and not try to bring some of your fellow MPs or, or parliamentarians along that space. So what is Kennedy Richards prepared to do to, to increase that
1: bandwidth it's it's simple everybody wants to be associated with success everybody wants to be a winner so so as you say we get the, we get we get your services in there we get these services and TC, and we show the final product we show how it how it, how it helps them win hey yeah. it's sold. I, I don't need i don't need to go and convince anybody because the the result will show for itself it come just like you remember the little video that i did with the um with the with the mayor's grand when i was right right when I was right, in
0: right, right it
1: went viral right. everybody wanted to be associated with right. that right so so you have an idea and the best way to sell the idea is to show how
0: it works right show yes? yeah show the successes
1: of it show the yeah. successes of it yeah it's showing success story and, and the rest is history yeah
0: interesting point because what so 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 since you have signed on not voluntarily, to be part of what the, the Caribbean Risk Management Academy can offer. So yes, um, we will definitely start uh, as part of the trend to um arm of it with point and you identifying the, the schools up to and including the, the UCAM. Um, because it, it's much more than the theoretical yeah. or academic side. And, and I was having a conversation this morning as, as, along with my colleague Natasha. Uh, with the head of biosecurity at KVIL, that the Caribbean Risk Management Academy is partnering to, to build certain workshops. Yeah. So, 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 Kennedy, and Point is big on wildlife, you know, hunting the good. I had a conversation many, many months ago, hence the reason we continue to have these conversations as to if you understand the kind of risk there is in hunting and eating wildlife. You know, and, and, and I know you, you probably is a lap and a man and, and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but, but so, so, so when, just like you used the term corridor of uncertainty, he used the word border security. And he didn't mean from a national security um, perspective, he meant literally your home. So your border security is your doors and your windows. How well are they Position to prevent pathogens and stuff from coming in to impact you, your wife, and your children. That that's all. That's all granular and serious it gets. And folks, it's not an, it's on, it's not on the agenda of many many folks. So that's why you know we had a meeting this morning. So we'll be rolling out a, a workshop that marries um, that with climate risk, and, and so there's, a, there's there's a lot coming. And that's where. The folks, the young adults who will be the future decision makers, they have to know about that. So when you talk about this term called ESG, which is environmental and social governance, folks need to know about that. Kids, young adults need to know about that. When we talk about risk intelligence intelligence and how your attitude and behavior could determine whether you succeed or fail, they need to know about that. It's not just the marketing and the arithmetic around a business anymore. The environment yeah. has that. Any questions or comments for, um, for my honorable
2: MP? Kelly, let's we'll start with you. I was wondering, how do we, you think we could infuse risk management in terms of governance? Because I know we have been speaking about um, risk management in schools, mm-hmm. but now that we have to deal with present day problems, what do you think? some of the engagement that we could do in terms of um, getting a different type of leadership, more mm. transformational leadership um, to thrust our you know, economic recovery forward? What are some of your thoughts on that? Well, um,
1: that, is, that, is, that
2: is a, that's a, that is a that heavy
1: question. A, that's a tough question. I am of the belief that um, that type of risk management should have been, at, at various uh, at various levels already. Um, mm-hmm. If you look at the if you look at the um, at the at the private sector, and my, my dad used to work for Trimer, and you know on the um, on the vacation we used to have vacation training program. So that was the first place that I was exposed to to risk. And let me tell you something: a wrench is not picked up if a risk assessment is not done and not completing and, and everyone who is who is um surrounded with, with respect to that job understands what are the inherent risks with regards to that job so if that if that was something that was that was being done my my dad died 2008 which is a, quite a while ago and, and that was being done since early 2000s kind of thing so if if that was done then that type of culture should have been picked up already by various by various ministries. Mm. Let's let's um let me give a a quick example. Wasa for instance. Mm. Um and I give you that example because they they just embarked on a on a project in point fourteen. When I say just it's like it's like a year and something that that the project ran for, or the project initially was to was to run for three months. And if the minister didn't personally get involved in the project, and sort of back orders, the project may have still been going on or no, mm-hmm. you know, and um, and that is some of the problems that we would always have with regards to to uh, getting productivity and, and, and having proper
0: and, yeah, and, and having
1: and having governance structures in in the government, yeah. with regards to government agencies. So so it's something that should be done, or should have been done. However, the past is the past. And going forward, we we um, need to see that actually coming coming place. I know that I know that um, it's something that would be, you know, um, they would start to get the, the, the balls rolling with, regard, in, with regards to risk in this term of government. Mm-hmm. And I'm just and I'm saying that the success is what's going to get the risk all over various ministries, right? Mm-hmm. Because that that could that could you know change the whole. The yeah, governance yeah. structure and change the whole game, and not yeah. everybody is invested in having that, in in having productivity, in, in, An in, a, in, and
0: accountability,
1: and accountability, yeah. and accountability being the, the, the number one, the number one thing. Yeah. So, yeah. so so I I do think that um, risk management should be um, should play a major role with regards to um, the governance structure, with regards to state agencies, and and I will and I think we will be seeing that coming more and more. To the to the forefront as, as
0: so, so 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 Kennedy to put, to put this on your lap would you and I I'm I'm, I'm and this is kind of a rhetorical question because I, I believe you do it now but but understanding the value of what we are talking about to 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 both the communities like point fourteen and all the ministries not or and the ministries and state agencies so would you would you would you be an advocate and to, to speak with your fellow MPs and, and ministerial colleagues as as to listen, we need to get this thing in place.
1: Because I, I would definitely I would definitely be an advocate for it. Um, okay. because I know what it means to me personally. Oh,
0: right. You
1: know, as, as as a pilot and as a member of Parliament for point fourteen. Yeah. I saw where having a proper risk policy in place mm-hmm. could have saved hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. on a job. Yeah. On our yeah. job so so i think i think that is that is definitely
0: well, we'll de- we we definitely need you uh, uh, uh to, to, to be that advocate um salt love chairman ceo and and um and friend of of the mp questions comments uh, anisha yeah um,
2: basically i i just have a comment um with the what you would have spoken of from the perspective of an mp um there a lot of what you said, especially being youth focused and youth centered, that is something that some MPs will have focused on already. And some MPs are looking at, you are a young MP with regard to risk management, even, from the, even before you get into that, a strategic plan. I realize that you have a strategic plan that you are working with. And I think that MPs themselves, you could see sometimes when some MPs don't have a strategic plan. Mm-hmm. And I think that, even before you start to look at the risk, well, that involves risk, but this is something that we should look at getting, getting all MPs on board with, having a proper strategic plan, having a proper risk assessment of your, of your constituency, because some just get into the job based on experience. I'm seeing some just getting into the job and just saying, what do, what do we have to do? We have to fix two rows, we have to do this, that's it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. not really looking at the constituency or their areas holistically so i think what you spoke of today was would benefit a lot a, a lot of the other mps
1: i think there are a lot of young young members of parliament and uh, they have they have a lot of plans um you tend to gravitate towards youth, right. and that's and that's the reality
0: right. right they
1: they will gravitate to someone who they feel uh, understands what they're going through and you know, as Iman yeah. man say you know you're on the ground that kind of thing. Not to say that other MPs are not on the ground, but they would gravitate to somebody who they feel connected to. And Mm -hmm. what I try to do is, even though I may not have a strong connection to to, to one area, I try to seek all the person who has that strong connection. So, So that assists you as a member of parliament in terms of building a relationship. And when you build a relationship, you build trust. And when you build trust, then you can have dialogue. And that's the only way you could actually actually help because it, it must be a, um, a, a mutual consent because you can't teach somebody something if they don't want to learn. You mm-hmm. know, so, so we, we, we need to build, it's, it's about
0: building trust. So if you haven't, and I know um, philosophically and fundamentally, you have a strategic plan for, for, for your constituent or for your area of point .410. But yeah. do you have, and if not, the you know, um, the academy me and my team stands ready and, and able to assist you with this, but do you have a formal documented strategic plan to take point four ten? And I you know, currently in this space, I don't think about no five-year plan. I, I it, it has to be I didn't think, like,
1: I was, I didn't think about that five
0: yeah, yeah, no, it has to be a little bit more short term. So let me say. Do you do you have like a two-year strategic plan for point four ten? L- documented and and, and, I and don't, if, not, if not, that's okay.
1: I don't have the I have a, I have two things I had. Before election, I sat down um firstly with myself and I and I went to I went through the entire um, constituency and I sought and I and I put down paper what are the needs, physical. Needs what are the needs with regards to education? What are the needs with regards to social development? And I um I place those pointers and and then I put them in order priority for me, right? And coming out of that election, I set up a team, and that team is to do uh, the development plan because what I had before was was pointers. I said yeah. was to do a development plan, and that development plan would deal with things like energy energy industry because point, point is that right right and as the mp i must if, if if stuart young is is, is given um sorry minister young is given a um an energy symposium and he is and he is um saying something i should be able to now follow follow what he is saying and take a lead as a member of parliament to ensure that that those energy industries is are, are basically up to scratch in terms of where the government wants them right. to be or what it used to be so i have that long-term plan but to say put it into two years i have not done that i have not done that what i have done though is is have um short-term plans but more more pointers so
0: okay so so let me let me let, 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 I let me i have not said mm-hmm. right right so let me volunteer these services so so natasha who's on this call who asked that question her subject matter one of her subject matter X. Ex- Expertise is around strategic planning, right? Okay. So, so, I am volunteering, assisting you in developing a strategic plan that's going to be risk-based for the constituency of Point Fonten.
1: Okay. Yeah, I appreciate that. I appreciate that.
0: Thank you. Um, Natasha, you have any questions for uh, for Kennedy? Yes, Kennedy, I would. I would ask, in a nutshell, what his vision is for the um, the constituency. Mm-hmm. You spoke um, quite eloquently about youth and the kind of um, support and guidance you're giving the youth. But for the constituency as a whole, what is your vision for the constituency?
1: Well, that is, that is simple. Um, as I said, I, I, I sat down and I have, I have sectioned it off into, into different categories. But in a nutshell, I would like to see a vibrant, um, community that is that is more business oriented. So in terms of in terms of instead of us point um, 14 areas as as we as we as we say, leaving point to, to, to go to, to Port of Speed to shop, we can have people coming into point 14 and we can be providing those services. I see point fourteen as also a hub for agriculture because we have a, a vast amount of land, especially in the Chatham area, that part of the constituency, Chatham Burns areas. Which is basically linked by some some connector roads. So so when I had the opportunity to to um, have the the minister of international service come down and and we, and we spoke about operationalizing that that almost 500 acres of, of farmland, right? So so that is that is so I see I see point fourteen be the 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 breadbasket of the country as well, which will which will give us an additional. Um, output towards the country, so, so we're looking at um, creating more employment via, via um, uh, um, uh, small businesses um, yeah. via agricultural industry. Um, yeah. We have a lot of training centers, so we can create that training. And even so if we don't have all the just people here, we can even export somebody somebody talent out to, to other countries on a short term basis because we don't want to lose all, all our skilled people. But there are a lot of plans and stuff like that. Um, sure, sure, the United States and other parts of this world, Angola as well, would have come into point fourteen and, and taken of up the, the, the skillful so technicians and stuff like that. People. I have a cousin who works in Russia, right? He's a he's a technician. He started right here in point fourteen. So, so so that is that is basically it with regards to that. Um, at one point in time, we also used to have the most university guys per, per, per capita. You know, so we want to get we want to get that going back and not just i just graduating from university with a degree that, that is not going to land you a job. I'm graduating from, from university with something um, substantial that, that, could, that could assist the country in actually moving forward, whether it's, whether it's via technology or whether it's, whether it's just some, some, some creative idea that you could come up with you know, to, to, to change the way um, we operate in this country. My, my whole thing is to create change. And not just fix box drain and, and build. Yes, we have we are plenty of point And the physical infrastructure uh, is being treated with. I have I have dealt with all of that. But I think I think my main focus will be actually changing the mindset and minds of people. And I think once I could get that done, I think I can be IMP for as long as as, as, as I want, because I would have satisfied the needs that the people are. And, and, and to grow. So it, it's, 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 it's plenty, it's plenty, but that, that's basically it's in, in a nutshell. So I just yeah. wanna see Point 14 be a more vibrant and, 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 and a bustling community that actually provides services instead of we taking services from, from elsewhere.
0: That, that, that's a great answer. I, I, I must say though, you, you didn't mention, you know, the, the, the energy and energy services like train in one and the conversations around train in one but we'll leave that for another we leave that for another um, another episode. Um, good. So, MP Kennedy Richards, and uh, I want to thank you for taking the time. It has it, been both instructive, and informative, and um, uh, but we, we stand ready to assist you in in getting the those folks in that corridor of uncertainty. I think you should pattern those words, eh? Because I'm sure. going to use it ad nauseum. Those those young adults in that corridor, um, that space in point. Yeah. But you are, you are the first to do this, um, and and so so credit to you and and, and to the committee of of, of point four ten, my um, my home and my alma mater of PLC. So I, again, I thank you and I'll give you the opportunity for some from last and parting words.
1: Let well, I me mean, let me just say um uh, thank you thank you Ken for um, for the invite and the opportunity to. So let's you know, have this little discourse tonight, mm-hmm. I
0: mean,
1: it's, 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 it's always good talking, talking to you, talking to risk managers, talking about risk. So that is something that is um, exciting. I think when people hear it, it might be, it might be kind of, hey, there's a, uh, something that is not so exciting, but something that is exciting. And it's something that excites me um as a pilot, it's something that excites me as a, as a member of parliament. And um, I'm glad that you could, you could also have your team here with, with you. Um, I would love the opportunity and thank you for, for also giving me the opportunity to, to work with these ladies to actually assist in terms of building that product of well, what point 14 is. Um I um I'm truly blessed yeah. to have the opportunity to do so because oh, okay. it's not really easy to be, it's not really easy to be um a member of parliament. That is mm-hmm. a 24-hour, is a 24-hour job. You had to have love. To actually, to actually do do this type of job, and um, I do this for the people that I grew up amongst. I do this for the people yeah, who went yeah. before people like that, so, people yeah, like that, yeah, yeah. you know, who yeah. would have um.
0: And you and 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 so so just and so so we talk about risk management as, as a life skill, and, yeah. and so you you have followed the path of your father, and 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 may rest in eternal peace as 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 I wish for mine as well. Um, so, um, my friend and colleague, I want to thank you so much, and thank you much. Continue <laughs> to be safe, yeah, and, um, and 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 go forth and, and multiply the information and, and the experience, um, my honourable MP.
1: Thank you much, brother. We'll do.
0: Okay. Have right. a blessing, right. everyone. All right. Cheers. All right.
2: Thanks.